For their latest post-apocalyptic release, Arteria Verite, hip-hop duo Air Credits enlists the help of Doomtree artist Sims. The new album explores the humane and communal aspect of the dystopian world Air Credits has created over their last several releases. I got a chance to speak with Steve Sleeve, Show You Suck, and their new collaborator, Sims, about the new album. This is That Conversation. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guests, Sims, Show You Suck, and Steve Sleeve, collectively known as Air Credits or Air Credits featuring Sims. I don't even know how to refer to y'all these Ooh, days. I think it's Sims featuring Air Credits. He said it on me. So here we are, gentlemen, several releases into the Air Credits discography. What have we learned thus far for those who might be checking in for the first time? Steve, where are we in this? What is this world that you've created and what have these releases done to further the story? So two years ago, Air Credits came out with the first release broadcasted um, set in the near future where things are not so great in the world. We've always called this like next week's apocalypse. It's just sort of like uh, music that started getting created around uh, some lyrics that show you suck created about you know the the depletion of natural resources that is a problem that is very real that we're facing right now and then on that record uh we had sims guest on on Gear two shifting, songs hack mm-hmm. the planet yeah he was going on tour right after that in support of his 2016 record more than ever and brought us along as soon as that tour ended we got right in the studio to start working on this new record. When you think about where you fit in this Sims, obviously you were featured on two tracks before. Mm-hmm. Where do you see your character diving into this universe? Basically, after a month of touring with these guys, I was like, oh man, they have so much fun. The show itself is fun, the music is fun, and the in the I could only imagine how the creation of the music was great, you know? Being in the studio a couple of days and I just kinda like was really loving it, you know. So as far as like how to interact with it, I kind of wanted to be like a step back in it and sort of paint a broader landscape of what's happening here, more like a visceral picture and stuff like that, rather than sort of like try to immerse myself as a character mm. in any of it. Was, what was the learning curve? Did you have to re-listen to the previous releases to see where you would fit in, or did they give you carte blanche to just insert yourself how you saw? I think it was just saw? that, and that's what I think the greatest thing about it was, is it just was so organic and so easy, and it was just like writing with show is like, We'll sit there for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes while the music is playing and one of us will be like, oh, we have a chorus idea or oh, I have this little bit and we get going from that piece. It's basically like kind of stand apart for 10 minutes, 15 minutes and then come back together and figure out what we're going to do and then we just go from there. And all of it came together really quick. We wrote the whole thing in like five or six days. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So did your involvement, and maybe the two of you can answer this as well, did this change the course of where this story was going when the first album was released and you envisioned what the subsequent releases would be like? It didn't really change the course too much. Like I'm kind of like learning the storyline along with everyone else listening, to be honest. Um, I, and bringing other artists into into the fold, I, I find to be awesome because it helps fuel the storyline from a different perspective and that's that's really what i i want um the most out of it is just bring other ideas kind of in and different brains into the process and so the story building isn't just so much on me 
Right. Because I'm not really sure where it's, where it's going to go. I'm just like, as I see what people respond to, as I watch things, as real life plays out, that's what's kind of telling me like what to write next. And, and I'm just kind of like looking to pull from wherever. Is it a scary proposition to have this project be as prophetic as it is? Because as you mentioned, Steve, some of the things that you're all talking about, the depletion of resources, is something that we are actually dealing with in 2018, right? Whether it be clean air or clean water. When you start thinking about where this all can go, is it is it frightening in some instances to realize that, yeah, this is fiction, but on the same level, a lot of this is actually happening? It doesn't necessarily even feel like fiction. Like, you know, there's some there's some like loose, some soft sci-fi going on, but you know, those soft core sci-fi. Yeah, those topics mm-hmm. don't feel like fiction. You know, they they feel very real. So it is kind of it is kind of frightening sort of. You think about like on that song No Water that we recorded like well before the election and Clinton painted this picture of, you know, Trump cloning himself and never leaving office and Oh my god, hold on, what? (laughs) (laughs) And this was before the yeah, this was before the election, so like I just hope I hope that that doesn't come true. But it might I mean, stem cell research and things that are happening might actually make that a possibility in the very near future. I would listen to some stem cell research raps. But you couldn't tell I cannot enough loving something tough Piling up my bill without the cup Skipping all the perfect shells Pick the odd ones up Make sure the crayfish make you While you shape shift with every sea change Zeus throws zigzags You change when you think about what this project sounds like, what it has sounded like, what it will sound like in the future, how much of that is informed by the universe proper? Dystopia, future depletion of resources how much of is, is it you just actually stepping outside of that universe and thinking more of a producer and being like yo this is what dope hip-hop would sound like this is what this new wave of hip-hop should sound like as opposed to this only works because it fits in this universe the universe isn't necessarily dictating the sounds because you know who who could possibly predict what the future would sound like air credits aside from us <laughs> and sims <Not> this <laughs> sims obviously you release solo albums you are part of the doom tree collective when you find yourself immersed in this universe are you sims the sims that we've known from those releases are you assuming the same identity or do you find yourself getting into a different role what i tried to do i guess what i thought was really most interesting about this is it's like not a linear story with a narrative what it this whole thing is is basically like a world setting and in that, there's all these opportunities to explore different stuff. So what I thought I was going to do is mostly think about people and how they interact with each other and what the exchange of information is like, what the exchange of emotion is like, and where people get together to commune and, and to, like, to grieve and to be scared and to run around and do crazy things. And that was sort of like my general like angle that I came at it with. It was like, oh, I could just talk about people and how we interact with each other in this world. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about because that does come through. Obviously, we have songs about resources and how they're being exhausted in new technology and how technology is working against us. But through that, what we do have, what common what common thread runs through this is the fact that there are these scavengers or whatever you may call them, survivors, that are actually glomming onto one another to make it to the next day or the next week or whatever is that fun exploring the humanity to me like the pulp of the entire thing like the the idea of 
there being the lack of resources and the setting is sort of like just to paint the landscape for you so now you can get to what happens within this thing. Mm. And that's the really interesting bits to me is how people find each other in the languages and blah, blah, blah. So it's called Arteria Verite, which is Truth two artery. languages. Yeah, and it's French and it's Spanish. And we thought like, oh, maybe it'd be cool if the language sort of, we just took the best bits of all the languages and combined them, right? Like that's how people are living in the future, whatever. We just sort of like pick the things that are essential and move on. And it's like the study of connection is like the idea of the title, cinema verite and the word arteries. And so just about like connections and networks and the bounce off of what Sim said, like what I found my favorite thing to write about in this in this project overall is human connection. It started out as a focus on like environmental like awareness. But I, as we kind of dove into more and more projects, as we got into Omega Virus and Wasteland Radio, I found that I really do love writing about how people react in like desperate times and, and and whether or not I'm right about how people would act. I'm just just the thought about what people do and times when like their back is against the wall, like is I find so interesting. Even in small instances, like how does someone act when they like have the last five dollars in their pocket, you know, as opposed to like how would someone act when they find out they have like the last dollar on earth, like the last piece of currency? What difference does it make? You know, model number two oh six, bash number like one eight fifth, section number look like six six six, upgrades from an AI disc. All humans are an AI risk. See one I won't miss. This is everything I put my this might be a little too meta, but in this universe that you've created where a lot of history is archived through these old broadcasts, these pirate airwaves, what, where does this actual sound that we are listening to, that we are using as a vehicle for these stories, where does that fit in to that world and that broadcast? Is this what they're listening to? Is this what the music sounds like in this universe? It's some of the music. Um, you know, with the with the Wasteland Radio EP that we put that Air Credits put out in the spring, like that was part of the idea about like the um, the new archivists, like the the people that exist at radio stations that are there to recreate music that people have forgotten about. That has been, you know, there's no more cloud storage. There's there's barely any physical collections of music anymore. A lot of it's been destroyed or just you know has otherwise ceased to exist. So. That's happening. People are like calling into these radio stations like, hey, I remember that this piece of music goes kind of like this. And could you make your best recreation of it from that? So like really any of these pieces of music that we hear that are about kind of the, you know, the near future topics at hand could have been created in that manner. But they might have not necessarily been people's like recreations of, of old music. There's also people still making new music who in your opinions what does what does monocorp represent and in this universe who is monocorp to me monocorp is like what's like america now it's the man yeah 100 percent. It, it's where everything like leads amazon leads up yeah, yeah uh, shots it's like clear channel you know live nation uh it's that mono media company if yeah. that gets bought by another thing and another thing and another thing this is the way that things are sort of consolidating everything kind of becomes one thing is like the idea of it not not that i'm asking you to spill the beans but it's just the four of us talking no one's going to hear this does this have a happy ending does the world ever recover from what man has done to it do we disband these corporations and the grip that they have on this world 
Um, at least from my aspect of me writing about this, I want to write about a silver lining that doesn't result in like that. Um, the outside things changing. Like to me, that's just gonna stay. Like the monocorpse and all that. But how um, how we deal with it inside and like how you find happiness like within things like closer to you like within another human that's that's the things that i feel there's a silver lining in so you boys having fun is this uh going to continue on to another project the three of you <laughs> the four of you we'll see what happens i think that we had a great time making this record and we're all open to doing whatever else uh, there's still some songs that uh, didn't quite get finished or did get finished that will come out in some capacity probably next spring Air credits, Sims, Steve Sleeve, show you suck. Thank you very much for making time. Hey, hey thanks for